Today at Kayla's Church, we're discussing why we need hospitality. Cup of tea? Thank you. Welcome to Kalos Church. My name is Amrita Jiva. And I'm Pradeep and Jiva. We're so thankful that you mm -hmm. joined us online today. Yes. You know, Kalos is a Greek word that means beautiful. And we understand that many people have had ugly experiences with the church, mm. with Christianity. Yeah. But we wanted to create a community, a safe place where people could ask the question, what is so beautiful about Jesus? Mm -hmm. If this is your first time watching, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Amen. Amen. Before we hear a great message from Pastor Amritha, we want to make sure we're connected as a community. We say this all the time. We don't want to just be a friendly church, but a church of friends. And to do that, we've really leaned into our private Facebook group during this time of quarantine. Yeah. And so we're going to share some good news and something we can pray for as a community. Well, good news. I'm so excited that Kalos Church is releasing its first ever original song. Woo! The Kalos music team has just knocked it out of the park Amazing. and they have written a song that describes that there's nothing we can do to earn or lose the love of God. We just receive it. Yeah. We can't gain it. We can't lose it. And I get great peace and confidence in that. And I'm not going to talk about the song. Actually, we're going to bring in our creative director, Andrew Jennings, to talk about it more. Today we are accomplishing a goal that we've had since the very beginning of Kalos Church, and that is that our production team has written, recorded, and produced a completely original song. The song is called Arrived, and it's just this celebration uh, of just the fact that you know, we don't need to become anything. We didn't have to accomplish anything for Jesus to have considered us worthy of giving his life for. We have already arrived at that place where we have that much value with Jesus. And so I encourage you as you listen to this song to just kind of soak that in a little bit. But I also want to give a huge shout out to the production team. You know, with the quarantine, we just had... We had to really rearrange a lot of things in the way that we lead worship here at Kalos Church. But instead of kind of feeling crippled by that, our worship team really decided, hey, we can actually accomplish some things that we weren't able to accomplish before. And recording and producing an original song is one of those things. And so just so proud of the worship team for taking advantage of this situation and really making lemonade out of it pretty sour situation that we're dealing with. So can't wait to share this song with you. Hope you really enjoy it. Thanks team. That's so exciting. So exciting. I believe that we're going to have many more original songs to come. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to pray for something that is really sweeping our region, the whole Pacific Northwest and some other areas. We have fires all around us. And in fact, as we're recording this right now from our kitchen, the skies around us are orange yeah. and it's pretty wild. People yeah. are having to evacuate. Homes are being destroyed. People who have been in quarantine and they're trying to really use their time outside can't go outside anymore. I know that impacts us with little kids. It's just a difficult situation all around and so why don't we as a community pray for all of those impacted by these devastating yeah, fires let's yeah. pray mm -hmm. dear father i thank you so much that we can find refuge in you and lord we lift up all those who are being impacted by these fires by the smoke the devastation for people who have lost 
homes or loved ones, people who can't work, people who are stuck inside, people who've had to find hotels and other places to live. Lord, we just ask for your comfort. We ask for your peace. We ask for wisdom and how we can contain these fires. Lord, we ask for healing for those who have been injured. Lord, we just ask for direction in all of this. And we right now cast these cares under you. We cast them onto you, Lord. And we choose right now to hide under the shadow of your wings. So Lord, bring your ways, bring your kingdom, even in the midst of this wild situation, we pray in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen. amen. Well, thanks for praying with us. And now without further ado, we're going to hear a great message from Pastor Amrita. So let's leave her some digital love in the comments. Maybe a high five emoji, maybe a preach it in the comments. Come on, let's give it up for Pastor Amrita. Well, I'm so excited to preach our second installment of our new series, Whatever It Takes. And the reality is, is that Kayla's Church, we're committed to do whatever it takes, short of sin, to advance the kingdom <laughs> That's right. of God. We feel so passionate about yeah. the love of Jesus and mm-hmm. people are needing that more now than ever. Yes. Last week, Pastor Pradeepan made a huge announcement for Kalos Church and we're really excited about it. And that is that in a few weeks, we are going to begin what we're calling house mm-hmm. gatherings. And yes. this means that basically we're just going to open up our homes to the neighbor down the street or beside us or a friend to come watch our Sunday morning services yes. with us together. And you might say, well, I'm already watching it at home, but there's such power in coming together in a home, having fellowship. We're going to have discussion about the things that we're talking about in our service. Mm -hmm. And we're asking all of the hosts to follow CDC guidelines. You know, the coolest part about these house gatherings is that we're still playing it on the safe side. We're not going to meet as a large gathering quite yet. Instead, we're going to meet in homes, Mm -hmm. in smaller gatherings, and we are going to worship God together. And as I've been praying about this season, I have realized that if you're a business owner, if you're a church leader, you realize there's no playbook for how to lead an organization through a pandemic. And what I've realized is that we have something better than a playbook. We have mm-hmm. the spirit of God. And I want to tell you church that I really believe that the spirit of God has been leading us step by step yes. through these really unprecedented times. And I felt like the Lord is calling us to something, mm-hmm. something that we don't often think about uh, in church, but it's really something powerful. And that is hospitality. Mm. Would you dive into the scriptures with me as we look at what godly hospitality really looks like? In Hebrews 13, one through two, it says this, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers for by doing some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Romans 12, 10 through 13, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice Mm. hospitality. Mm I think we often think about the word hospitality as something that the professionals do Mm. when we are receiving some sort of customer service. But here we see in the scriptures, the authors are saying hospitality is key to a vital life with God. This is huge. Mm -hmm. And expressing what it means to be followers of Jesus. Show hospitality to who? To strangers. Wow. Not even to the people that you know Hmm. or are super comfortable with. Show hospitality to strangers. Hmm. Think of others above 
yourselves. I know for me, I've been thinking a lot about myself lately mm-hmm. and all of the things that have been going on. And here the scripture is saying, think of others above yourselves. It says, wow. if you want to keep your spiritual fervor, hmm. show hospitality, wow. invite someone in, welcome someone into your world, into yeah. your home. I've heard a lot of people say recently, Amrita, my spiritual life, I'm in such a rut hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm in a spiritual desert. You know, the scripture says, if you want to stir up your spiritual fervor, your spiritual life, show hospitality. Wow. It's pretty amazing. It's not the answer that we're often thinking about. Last week, Pastor Pradeepan and I mm-hmm. celebrated our eighth anniversary. Come on, And somebody. we did what we love to do. We love to go to a new city. <laughs> yes. We love to eat food. <laughs> My goodness. And we had so much fun. And I actually booked an Airbnb um, online before we left. And we had three requirements. We always have three requirements. Mm-hmm. We wanted to be safe. We wanted to be clean. And we want there to be a hot tub because you got to have a hot tub. And so I was working with this host online before we got there and we got there and we walk into this giant old Victorian Mm -hmm. home and it was very beautiful in some ways. (laughs) Some parts of it were very beautiful. Other parts of it were decorated hideously like green carpet and wallpaper like super floral wallpaper that's old and Mm. then like i thought the borders of wallpapers on the ceilings were supposed to be a different color nope it was the same floral all the way through and there were giant statues gold statues everywhere and and it was just (laughs) a little bit yeah yeah. it was just a little (laughs) bit much but you know what sold me on this place not just the hot tub. What sold me on this place actually was the host. The host that I worked with was so hospitable. He made it feel like he was ready for us. And when we got there, he was there. He said, hey, I can show you around or leave you alone. He actually upgraded us to a suite at this place and not the smaller room we were going to be in. When we walked in, there was a letter with our names on Mm -hmm. it. You know how exciting it is when your names are on things, especially when you got names like ours and they're spelled correctly. It was hospitality. It was just so great. And we loved it. We had such a good time. We felt so special. Mm -hmm. I think that we all love good hospitality. And We often don't think of ourselves maybe as being hospitable, Mm -hmm. but you know what it's like when you're in economy class and for some reason you get bumped to first class on a plane? Hospitality makes the difference. Is there a reason why we go to the nail salon across town rather than the one just down the street? It's because of hospitality. And it's really incredible how it changes us, how it impacts us. But many of us think maybe someone else is more hospitable than I am. We kind Mm. of have these reasons for not practicing ordinary daily hospitality. My house isn't as big. My house is dirty. My kids got fingerprints all over everything. (laughs) I know how that is, you know? Maybe you say, well, I don't cook. I don't know what to serve people if I invite them over to be hospitable. I just, you know, let's be honest. Hospitality is kind of inconvenient. It's not really something that we want to add to our lives or to our to-do list. But I want you to hear this. I believe that the most important place on earth should be the church. The most hospitable place on earth should be the church. The most hospitable people on earth should be God's people. Those of us that are followers of Jesus. But we got to ask this question. Are restaurants more hospitable Mm. than the people of God? We got to look 
critically into the scriptures and see what God is saying. Because the reality is what we've been going through, our world, what we've been going through is a lot. Yeah. It, it's It's been really difficult. It's not just been a pandemic or fires. It was also division and a lot of polarization of people. Mm -hmm. And as I look at the scriptures, I see that there are three key reasons why we need to practice hospitality right now in this time. Look with me at 1 Peter 4, 8 through 11. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Mm. The first one is this. Hospitality helps us love people. Mm. I love this. Love each other deeply because it covers a multitude mm. of sins. I was remembering a time where I actually saw this happen several years ago. Uh, before I was married, I was living in a new city with my best friend from college and I was working and I had a coworker that was going through a really dark time in mm. her life. In fact, she made the really unfortunate decision to cheat on her husband. And it was just a really ugly, dark situation. And uh, she was really broken about it. And her husband mm. actually kicked her out of the house wow. for a few weeks. And everyone else had walked out on her as well. She had no place to go. She didn't know what to do. She, in a moment, felt like she wrecked her life. Wow. And... I told her, I just said, hey, uh, I have a couch that you could come sleep on. My wow. roommate and I don't have a big apartment, but, but you could come. And so she came and there were just times where we just had meals together and a roof over her head, mm -hmm. a, a safe place to sleep. And we cried together and spent some time together praying. And I noticed that over, over those days, her heart began to turn wow. and she began to feel very remorseful and she wanted to find reconciliation and forgiveness with her husband. And I watched how just providing hospitality, the gift of presence, could begin to change someone's heart. And I'm so excited to tell you today that they actually stayed married. Wow. They were able to work wow. through that really awful situation. And all these years have been married later. It's amazing what hospitality, what inviting someone in can do for our hearts and for their hearts. I love this quote, this definition of hospitality by Henry Nouwen. Hmm. Hospitality means primarily the creation of free space where the stranger can enter and become a friend and instead of an enemy. Hospitality is not to change people, but to offer them space where change can take place. It is not to bring men and women over to our side, but to offer freedom, not disturbed by dividing mm. lines. Wow, this wow. is really profound to me as I think about it. I want you to think about your friends and family that are going through really difficult yeah. times right now. What would extending some hospitality, an invitation into your world, into your, what, what would that do? How would wow. that impact what that person is going through right now? Mm -hmm. I think hospitality, even in this quote, it reminds me that hospitality has the ability to bridge some dividing yeah. lines. Yeah. We've got a lot of polarization going on with the election coming up and with the racial tension and with even just the tension that COVID has brought people. It's really pit us against each other. And I believe that hospitality really truly could be a bridge in a divided world. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? I think sometimes we're actually more comfortable with just passive aggressively 
yelling at one another on Facebook yeah. and being yep. mad about yeah. someone else's argument that is different from ours. But I think truly, if, if we're serious about bridging some divides, I think that if we would invite someone over and say, hey, um, would you help me understand why you think the way that you do? I don't want to attack. I want to learn. And hospitality is truly a way to love our enemies. It's like truly a practical way wow. to bring people in and say, hey, can I understand you better? Yeah. Can I host you? Can I make you feel important? Even if we don't agree in this moment, radically ordinary hospitality characterizes those who don't fuss over different worldviews represented at the dinner table. The truly hospitable are embarrassed to keep friendships with people who are different. Mm. I love that. You know, yeah. the truth is that some people think that Christians are pretty crazy. They yeah. think some pretty crazy things about us. They think that we're all one political party. They think that we're all really judgmental. There's a lot of maybe negative things out there about church people and church. But you know what I love what happens is when people, um, they meet me and then they find out that I'm a pastor and they're like, you're a pastor. You're normal. <laughs> they're like your husband on the other hand. He's not very normal. I'm really you are normal. <laughs> I love when that happens. Hospitality has the ability to really help change the name, the reputation yeah. of Christianity and those of us that are followers of Jesus. Here's another quote I love. Radically ordinary hospitality shows this skeptical post-Christian world what authentic mm. Christianity looks like. I believe truly hospitality will help us love one another. It will cover and love covers a multitude yes. of sins. Amen. 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 Number two, hospitality helps us steward gifts God has given us. Hmm. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace. One of the greatest gifts that God gave Pastor Pradeepan and I was our very first home together after we were married. But if you would have asked me back then, if I saw that place as a gift, I probably would have said no, because it was a basement apartment. It smelled like in a basement, a basement. It smelled just kind of old and dingy. The appliances were old. I mean, you know, it was, it was fine. It's where we started. You know, we didn't have a lot of money, but we realized that God gave us this place to live and that we should steward it. And we should be honoring to the scripture that says, whatever it is, yeah. whatever gifts God has given you, steward them. Yeah. It's your responsibility to steward them. And some of us think that because we live in a basement apartment or we just don't like where we live or someone else has a better place that we shouldn't steward it. But actually God is saying the very opposite. Yeah. You know that I actually started cooking in that apartment, that basement apartment. I made my very first Thanksgiving turkey in that awesome, place. And buddy. we invited people over for our Friendsgiving. We had parties at our house all the time. It was not a, like a, a party house, but it turned out to be a party yeah. house. We had so much fun. I started cooking South Asian curries, Indian Sri Lankan curries. I couldn't keep people away Come because there was no other place to find curry in small town, Michigan. <laughs> and we just have so many incredible memories. And many of our memories are opening up our home yeah. and just using what we had to bless people, yeah. to love people, mm -hmm. to bring them into our world. And I think some of us are saying, well, I don't really have a lot of gifts. Those are for the leaders. Those are for other people. 
but you do. Yeah. Maybe your gift is to open up your home on Sunday mornings for these house gatherings. And you just are real simple. You just invite the neighbors down the street. Or maybe your gift is baking or cooking or giving gifts. I know there are people that are so good at being thoughtful, yeah. stewarding that gift. Maybe you're somebody who doesn't always see or who sees what most people don't often see. Yeah. You know, uh, I remember Ben Jennings came to our house a couple years ago. And when you come into our house, you take your shoes off and the shoes are, there's no rhyme or reason. They're just everywhere. And Ben noticed that my son was having a hard time putting his shoes mm-hmm. on. And so he went home and he built out of wood, just this cute little stool for our son to sit on. And he brought it over and now our son sits on it and he puts his shoes on. And I'm like, I would have never even thought of that. Ben used his gift of noticing something that the rest of us weren't noticing and stewarded it. And it blessed my son. It was just Mm -hmm. so cool. So you can think outside of the box, whatever it is that you have, God has given you, steward it, use it for hospitality. You know, the truth is people with small, dirty homes are called to hospitality. That's right. Introverts are called to hospitality. Mm -hmm. Extroverts, whatever personality, wherever you are in the Enneagram, we're called (laughs) to hospitality. We cannot leave it up to those we think are going to do it better than us. I remember three years ago, we're about to celebrate our third birthday as a church. Three years ago, um, we started small groups and I was leading a small group of women. Mm. And I actually was in someone else's home and being the host, (laughs) which is kind of cool too, showing hospitality somewhere else. And um, my friend Alice, who wasn't my friend at the time, but became my friend, she walked into the door and God ministered to her Mm. in that space of hospitality and a women's small group. And now three years later, Alice, who has three kids, a full-time job, she's a business owner, she busy. She is busy. She is now leading one of our current small groups because that hospitality impacted her. That, That group impacted her. She's stewarding what happened for her and now giving it so that other people can receive the same thing. Many of you are doing that. I encourage you, find, ask God, what can I steward so Mm. that I can show people, invite people into the love of Jesus, into what it means to experience godly people. Here's another quote I love. Let God use your home, apartment, dorm room, front yard, community, gymnasium, or garden for the purpose of making strangers into neighbors and neighbors in the family, because that is the point, Mm -hmm. building the church and living like a family, the family of God. Would you steward what God has given you? Amen. 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 The last point here today is hospitality, hospitality opens us up to God's strength. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. Mm. You know, we're in a time we've been in six months of quarantine. Our children are home trying to learn online. We're trying to help them stay engaged. We are trying to work from home. There's just a lot. We're online. We're seeing all kinds of bad news. And dare I say that right now, most of us are not in the mood to be hospitable. This is a bit inconvenient to try to add to our lives. I'm hearing a lot of people go through things. We're busy. We're in job transitions. Now does not seem like the time for the pastors to ask me to open up my home. But you know what? Would you trust me on this? I believe that you need the power of hospitality the same way that those that you're going to show that to are really needing it. Hmm. Even being on the end of opening up our home and inviting people in, there is a ministry that begins to happen when we do that. 
And I want you to watch this because some of you are just barely hanging on right now. But look at what happens in Matthew chapter 25. Jesus tells a story, a parable, and he says the righteous people, the followers of Jesus are the ones that notice the sick people, the ones on the other side of your argument that you don't agree with, the ones that are our enemies, the ones that are even in prison, the righteous ones. They're the ones who then in verse 45, he says, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. When you invite a stranger in, you invite Jesus in. So if you're barely hanging on, if you're struggling, you need to open up your heart and invite Jesus into your life. Mm -hmm. He is here. He loves you. While everything else is crazy, Jesus offers peace. Jesus offers something that is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. He loves you. He cares about you. He died on the cross so that you might have true life with him. There are moments in my life where I'm in so much pain and there's so much chaos around us that I just, I want to recluse into myself. Mm -hmm. But here we see in the scriptures, God is saying, no, 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 no. Open up. Open up your heart to me. And open up your lives and your homes to those around you. Wow. That's actually, I think, the way that we're going to get through the rest of this. I believe that God is with us. So I want to ask you, would you in this unideal season Mm. be hospitable? Would you in this moment open up your home? Even if if it's on Sunday mornings for these house gatherings, Would you invite friends and children and families into your world? Again, we want to do this in a safe way, but would you do that? Or maybe you can't do a Sunday morning. Maybe you need to be the one who gets up, gets your family ready, and you go to someone else's home on a Sunday morning to watch service. I'm going to be honest with you. This is going to mess with the rhythm that we are all now used to. Yeah. But you need to know how important it is that you change your rhythm that you change the inconvenient part of this. If you need to bring your kids to a home gathering on a Sunday morning in their pajamas, go for it. The pastor just gave you permission (laughs) to do that. But I believe that we begin to experience hospitality. Those of us that are hosts, those of us that are going to be hosted, it will change our lives. This is where the body of Christ gets to minister to the world. And we get to show people what it means to love God and love one another. Amen. Amen. I want to share this last quote with you before we pray today. Radically ordinary hospitality, those who live it see strangers as neighbors and neighbors as family of God. They recoil at reducing a person to a category or a label. Mm. They see God's image reflected in the eyes of every human being on earth. Those who live out radically ordinary hospitality see their homes not as theirs at all, but as God's gift to use for the furtherance of his kingdom. Mm. They open doors. They seek out the underprivileged. They know that the gospel comes with a house key. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? You know, Kayla's Church, we say all the time that you can belong before you believe Mm -hmm. in our community. And we really mean that. Mm -hmm. I love this quote. It's really the essence of that. I want to be a church and a community that continues to share that message. That you can belong before you believe. Let's practice godly, ordinary hospitality. Mm -hmm. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much 
for this word, Father, that you're sharing with us to practice hospitality, to love one another. Lord, I pray for those of us that are ready to open up our homes mm-hmm. on Sunday mornings in a wonderfully safe way, God, that you'd help us to be incredibly hospitable, yes. that the love of God would come through and Jesus' people would come to know who you are. Father, I pray for those of us that are going to get up on Sunday mornings and begin to go to these Uh, to these houses and to be hosted and to just really love on one another. I pray, Father, that you would give us grace to change our routines. Father, you would help us in the parts of this that feel a bit inconvenient. But God, we believe in this. Mm -hmm. So Lord, I pray that as a church, we would continue to love our community by showing hospitality. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, I'm excited for yes. what God is going to do. I want to give you an opportunity, those of you that maybe have never invited Jesus into your life, like I was talking about earlier, surrendered your life to him, made him Lord of your life. I want to give you that opportunity today. And so we're going to say a prayer. If that's you today, yeah. would you join us in a prayer? It's not mm-hmm. a magic spell, but it's a prayer from your heart. You really mean it, where you want to invite Jesus into your world in a significant way. So let's pray this prayer all together. Lord Lord Jesus, Jesus, I I need you. you. Thank Thank you for for dying on the cross for me. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Take control of my life. I turn from my old ways and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, if you decided to say that prayer today for the very first time, would you go ahead and text the number on the screen? Let somebody know. We want to bring you into the community that God has given us here to help you walk along your journey. Amen. 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 Well, thank you for such a great message. And hey, if this message touched you and you think it could be a blessing for many other people, please share it, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. It really helps us make known the beauty of Jesus to many more people. And I'm just blown away by this reality that Mm -hmm. when we invite strangers into our homes, we're inviting Jesus into our homes and we could use some more Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to transition right now and worship the Lord with our finances. As we know, we can worship the Lord with singing, through service, but also by being faithful with the resources God has given us. And we have a link on the screen. If you would like to digitally give, we'd love to encourage you to set up recurring giving so that we can strategically continue to help people to preach the gospel. And right now we want to show you a story of life change because that's exactly what we're investing into. And we have a story from Dom. So let's watch this video right now. Hey, Kayla's Church. I'm Dominic Seminaro. I just wanted to share a quick testimony of my experience with small groups. Last summer, I was able to be a part of the men's small group with Dale Wilson and Carl Reese. One of my favorite things was that they had worship at the beginning of every small group. After one of the small groups, Dale came up to me and asked me if I knew how to play guitar, and I said yes. Then Dale goes, great, you're leading worship next week at small group. Now this was something new to me because I had only played drums in a worship setting before. I kind of only did guitar in my own time. But for that entire summer, I ended up leading worship for the men's small group. So overall, I got to grow by stepping outside of my comfort zone and I got to develop some deeper relationships at Kalos Church. So go out, join a small group and God bless. Thanks, Dom, for sharing so cool. a great message. And uh, hey, we got to hear him play guitar. Sometime. Yes, we do. That is awesome. Well, we got a few updates, some announcements to share before we pray. And the first one is this. 
we have started small groups. Yeah. Activity-based small groups that just started last week. Whether you want to play video games, you want to go through a discipleship course, whether you just want to eat some dinner with some friends on Zoom, there's a small group for you. Please sign up for one. They just started. We're all new. You can go to kalos.church groups to find a group for you. The second announcement we want to share is that Kalos Church, we are turning three years old Woo-hoo! next week. Can you believe oh, it? And yay. we are celebrating in a parking lot, the Doxa Church parking lot. And we're going to have one service at 1030 with live music, live preaching, things for kids. So bring your car there and we will worship together. I am so excited. Next week at 1030 at the Doxa parking lot. And the last announcement that I want to share is what we've been preaching about. House gatherings. Go to kalos.church slash house gatherings to find one or to host one. Please fill out that form so we can get on the same page of how many groups we have, how many houses are opening up so that we can express and demonstrate biblical hospitality. Amen. Amen. Well, upcoming, we have a special treat, our first ever Kalos original song. And so why don't I bless you before we sing that song together. May you know and make known the beauty of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you and be gracious to you. Make his face shine upon you and give you great peace. We pray in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Amen.
Nothing left. 